The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. Hi, this is Adrienne Barbeau. You're listening to Tech Talk Radio, and you're going to learn a lot. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. And I'm Justin Lemmy. Welcome. First off, I want to apologize because I have promised you I was going to get this to you, and it's been a while, but we are going to be getting this out. So uh, Logitech sent us over the stream cam. Yes. That we featured on uh, our episode on Canvas B Fox 11. And I know you really wanted to take a look at this. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm patiently waiting. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I want it. But then you, know, you mentioned there's a problem with it, though. Well, the only problem, I think, and for a lot of people that aren't ready for it, uh, is that it's a USB C connection. Yeah. Which everybody says that's the new way to go. I mean, you look well, at what they're yeah, doing in Europe. I think, and I think eventually it will be going. But, but who's got. Unless you've got a brand new laptop or got a PC with a brand new motherboard, and I mean brand new as in like the last year, yeah. you're probably not going to have a USB-C port on your PC. So the workaround on this is to get an adapter. But then, you know, does that deflate the value of the USB-C? You're, you're I mean, running through an adapter? If you go if you go down to the nitty-gritty, uh, the electrical components of it, yeah, maybe. Maybe just a little bit. I, I don't know. I, I'm excited to try it. And I've got a laptop. So I can always plug this into a laptop as well that does have a USB-C. Maybe I can kind of compare the yeah. settings to see, you know, how there how, how there are. You're gonna now. You're gonna do a review for this. Um, oh yeah. Uh, the stream cam is a 1080p, 60 frames per second. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, the other thing I really like about this, Justin, just looking at this, is the the Logitech uh, capture program. Now, for anybody who doesn't use Logitech devices, their capture program is pretty it's pretty full of stuff i mean you you can do all kinds of things whether it be green screen chroma key um but one of the features of the stream cam is the ability to capture your frame and it will actually so if you move to the left mm -hmm. the camera will digitally be able to keep you centered that's which, pretty cool which, depending on the you know the field of, of vision that it has so again i can't wait we're gonna get this out to you this week so that we can awesome. gotta go i'm looking forward down. to it so uh, what have you been working on? Uh, well, besides my full-time job, um, I can't, I, I've, I've been following along with a couple things with Android. Mm -hmm. um, first off, they announced Android 12. It's being released to certain customers, but it's not being released to Pixel, which is interesting because Pixel is a Google phone. Yeah. And Pixels have always been the first people to get the latest Android operating system. We talked about this last week, how really, when you needed updates, Google was really kind of the first ones to to get that. Yeah. You know, the Pixel. Speaking of Android 12, um, that's the other kind of thing I've been, you know, following. Well, actually, that was the first thing. The other thing was the Pixel 6, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. Yeah. But Android 12, uh, they're saying that it's going to be the biggest change to Android since Android Lollipop, which was 5.0. Oh, wow. This is Android 12.0. So it's going to be the biggest change, and a lot of people are talking about it on the tech blogs. The guys that have had the the, the insider access to see this uh, previously, they're saying that a lot of it is more about the aesthetics mm -hmm. of Android. Right. You're going to have a lot more rounded edges. Uh, things are going to look a little bit different than you're used to. But for the most part, from what they can see off the bat, Android 12 is more about the aesthetics than performance yeah and that's where you know that's kind of the thing we we see and obviously the big talk this week was windows 11 and well a lot of people say it's the aesthetics i mean it's a it's a new look for your desktop it's a sure. new, new way to do it 
a lot of people I know say, stop messing with it. Just, yeah. you know, give us better performance for yeah. the opening of the programs. And Well, that's and- what the hardware comes in. I mean, I, I could arguably say that's the reason you get hardware every two years mm-hmm. is yeah. because the performance goes. So the operating system has to keep up with it. I don't know. It's It, it really is a toss-up on performance, whether or not iPhone versus Android. What What's better? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, it kind of just goes in cycles. I am surprised that I've held off. Because normally I dive in, but I'm I'm just I'm I'm waiting. And already there was what fifteen dot one, and you know we're gonna see as as Sean was telling us last week, we're gonna keep seeing these. Once you get a major rollout, yeah, you're gonna start seeing okay the dot ones, the dot twos, the dot three. I mean with the uh, the last iOS uh, iOS fourteen, we were at fourteen dot eight, and we're still making some some changes. Well, that, 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 that's something to be said too. I you, I want to touch upon what you just mentioned there about how. You know, you're going to see as soon as you get a major rollout, you're going to see a lot of updates. And that's where product developers like Google with with Android uh, 12 or with Apple with iPhone or iOS 15. This is where they this is where their work week starts, Oh man. per se. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like they've worked so hard on making the operating system. But now once you release it to the masses. Now you're going to find out what the true bugs are. Yeah. And so these guys and these girls out there that are working so hard to make us these operating systems are going to be so busy Yeah. for the next 12 months, 12 to 18 months. So next time you find a bug with your phone and maybe something crashes and you're like, oh, gosh, darn it. Just take a moment and think about the developers behind it <laughs> and how so, hard they're working to make this right for you. Yeah, hats off to the developers, right? That's, yeah. that's how it works. I don't know. You know, the thing is with, with iOS 15 and moving up, if you've ever used a previous iOS or even Android for that that case, I know, you know, I've had Android devices. Honestly, I've never had an issue. I really yeah. haven't. Yeah, it's I've always had- worked good. I've had a couple of issues with certain apps, but those aren't apps that are necessarily approved by app by uh, Google. And that's the thing. That's the beauty of Android is I don't have to go through the Play Store for every single app that I want to do. I can right. sideload things. And sure, yeah, you sideload stuff that's not approved by Google. Yeah, you might run into problems. Yeah, yeah. But well, for the most part, yeah, it's I've, been great. I've had it with iOS uh, situations where I have an app that I paid for that no longer works. Yeah. Yeah, because they update something on the software, they update something on the hardware. So the other thing I want to talk about too was, you know, I, I already mentioned Android 12 is out uh, or about to be out to the masses. The next thing is the Google Pixel 6. So yeah. it's been long rumored. It's been talked about. People have been guessing. People have been leaking images. We talked well, about it last week. Y- yeah, so yeah, we did. And so earlier this week, Google finally announced the release date. Mm. The Pixel 6 will be out on October 19th. Wow, that's quick. And they're also teasing a pro version. So it's uh, kind of they're going along the lines of Pro Max you know, and the, the, that Apple has, yeah. The yeah, the, the the yeah, well, yeah, Pro, Pro Max and stuff like that. So I'm kind of a little upset at Google for calling it the Pro. Yeah. Like come on. I mean why? First off, you got Microsoft with Windows 11, which could be called iOS 16, okay, or Mac OS, Mac OS 16, right? Yeah, I hear you. And then you're going to have Google. They're going to call their phones Pro. Are we just all bowing down to Apple? 
Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That's, I digress. Anyway, but, but yeah, but, the but, Pixel but, 6. Yeah, let's, let's be fair, though. Who has a stronger footprint when it comes to smartphone Android. operating systems? It's Android. Android, by far. Actually, it's funny. People are like, no, there's no way. No, 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 no. No, there's no way. There is a way. You're considering just the U.S. Yeah. Globally, Android has an 85% market share. Yeah. Android over, is the one that over, people are yeah. using. Yeah, over, over. Because the thing is, you're not talking about just your Samsung Galaxies or your Google Pixels. You're talking about your Xiaomi's. Uh, you're talking about your OnePlus. Yeah. You're talking about all the Chinese versions that I don't even know exist. You're talking about the Indian ones that don't that I don't know exist. You're talking about African phones that I don't know about exist. Yeah. There's a lot of phones that are running Android and only one phone that runs iOS. So let me ask you, and I know a lot of people see this and remember the days when they used the flip phone, right? And Oh, I mean, yeah. You know, now we're seeing the manufacturers going back to developing a flip phone that basically flips up and it's an L, L, you know, LCD screen or uh, it, and it, they look good. But do um, we, I, you know, do we really want to do that? Is no. It, have you thought about that? I've touched one. I've, I've put my hands on one. Yeah. I put my hands on the brand new Samsung Fold. What did you or think? Or whatever. I hated it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a good friend of ours, uh, I, Andy, I know you know him. I obviously know him because I work with him. Kirk Yunke, he's, yeah, the, he's the morning anchor on Fox 31 KDVR in right. Denver, and he's their tech guy. So he brings in all the products, and he gets all the new products. And he came into my office one day, and he was like, hey, man, I got this new toy. And I'm like, well, what's up? Yeah. He threw this on my desk, and I'm like, wait, what is that? And it was folded up. Yeah. And I'm like, is that a is that a pager? <laughs> you know, like, is that a, like a space-age pager? And he's like, no, no, open it up, man. It's the new Samsung. And I opened it up, and I was expecting to see a beautiful, perfectly crisp, clear screen. No, mm -hmm. nope. there's a fold in the center. It's it's that would be irritating after a while. Oh my gosh, I could not get over it. I was like, no, nope, there's no way I can't do this. Like, it's think about watching your big screen TV at home with a fold right down the center vertically, no, no or, or horizontally, horizontally, if you will, I guess. You can't do it. It just your eyes are going to be constantly drawn to that. All I can say is it's in, in imperfection. Yeah. I mean, the only thing you're getting with this foldable phone is more pocket space because it folds up. But really, when you open your screen, people, I don't think people are concerned about pocket space. I think we long gave up that battle oh, yeah. a long, long time ago. Well, right? they started making the phones curve so that, that people could put it in their back pocket. You know, they yeah. started giving it a little curve that you can put in your back pocket. You won't crack it. Yeah, exactly. So I think the phone manufacturers have won that battle, and now we're like, wait, we want our pocket space back? And we're going to give up our screen? Yeah. No, no. I did not like it. And Kirk was like, oh, you'll get used to it. I'm like, what, are you going to give me this? He He's actually like, liked no. it. <laughs> he liked it. He said after a while, you you know, get used to it. I'm like, no, there's no way. No. I couldn't do it. I can't do it. I'm no. also wondering, like, what kind of uh, – are they making protectors for those? I mean, we think I don't about, think you know, you out can. of box. Yeah, you can't. That? Yeah, you can't. Well, no, 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 no. There is a case for that. Yes, there's a case. Right. It's a two-part case. So the top half and then the bottom half. When it folds up, it's like 95% protected. Uh, but like when it. you unfold it, you still got that middle part, that middle back hinge, if you will, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, that's unprotected. And uh. then not to mention the whole screen. So like, how are you going to do a screen protector for that? You can't. Yeah. 
because you'd have to split it into two. And then you're going to have another line on your screen where the screen protector ends. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't see me really jumping into that no, one. No, not at all. You know, now, uh, the Pixel 6, I think I can see you jumping into. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm using the uh, iPhone 8S. Plus, I think I don't know. It's one of one of those big ones. Yeah, you need to upgrade. And I, I like it. I, it's but it's it's been working for me. It's been working good. One thing that was announced this week, also, and matter of fact, now available to order as of yesterday, which is which is very cool, is the iPhone Watch, the new well, not the iPhone Watch, the new Apple Watch series. I, I watch seven, right? the iWatch. Yeah. And back. Oh uh, no, no, no! It's not called the iWatch. It is called the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch Series yeah. Seven now has been announced. It's now available for pre order. Which is crazy because just back in December, I bought the Series 6 as a Christmas present. So now we're already, that one's already out, out of date. How much better can they make these, these you know, watches? Because I know people are listening right now that have thought about getting it. And they, they get just as flustered going, well, wait, I didn't buy that one. Now, do I buy this one or do I buy the older one? Well, no, because that's what Apple does. They, they want you to just keep buying their products. They're like, wait. That's the six, but the seven just got released. Mm-hmm. You know, and I guess every manufacturer does that. They want you to get the most. Windows. Windows is like, oh, you got to go to Windows 11, mm-hmm. you know, and or or Google. Oh, go to the Pixel 6 or whatever. But I feel like Apple is more guilty of it than others because they advertise so heavily when the new phone comes out. Google, on the other hand, I haven't seen a single ad for the Pixel 6. No, it's I just there. Yeah. It's just there because they know that the people that really want it are going to get it. The technology behind it, it improves. What's Moore's Law? Remember Moore's Law? Every two years. Every uh, two years. Gordon, Gordon Moore was the guy who, who was with Intel who basically you know, came I, up with this theory. But, I got to give a shout out to the company man Okay, on YouTube. Yeah. because He's called The Company Man. The, right. His channel. Uh, he just did a, a whole episode on AMD versus Intel, and that's when I remembered... Moore's law. He talked about Moore's law and that if you haven't seen the battle between Intel and AMD on YouTube, go check out the company man on YouTube and then go. Yeah. And then while you're there, check out tech talk radio on YouTube. There you go. I like that. Now, you know, and you see what I did there? I, I, I thought that was very good. Yeah. You, you snuck that right in. Just snuck it right in. See, Nobody I, even knew. I like now I was an AMD user. I mean, you know, my first processor. I've always been a, a, an Intel. I was an AMD user. I used that for the longest time. And I remember being a little nervous about making the jump to Intel. Well, I kind of in that same boat right now, to be honest. You're thinking about going with AMD, right? Yeah. I mean, I just upgraded my computer, though. That's the problem. And, and, and then we got this massive chip shortage. I don't think I'm going to be able to find one at a reasonable price. So yeah. I think I'm going to be stuck with what I got. Now, now I'm, not, I'm not unhappy with what I got. I've got a... Uh, now I've got an Intel i7-8770K, right. which as soon as, I mean, I got a good deal on it, but then not realizing that <laughs> that the 8770 is like three generations behind. It's amazing. Because now they're on the 11 series right. and they're about to do those 12 series, but I can't upgrade from the 8 series to the 11 series because they changed sockets. Yeah. And well, so now- 1151 into a 1200? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So I have 1151 right now. Now they're doing right. socket 1200 or whatever iteration they're on. And so then that means I'd have to get a whole new motherboard. Mm-hmm. And then on top of the motherboard, well, is my RAM going to work? You know, then I have to get, get more get new, I have to get new RAM. And I just upgraded the RAM. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to 
I'm just going to stick with this right now. But I, I am interested in AMD. I really, people say the Ryzen 9, well, really starting from the Ryzen 5, the Ryzen series in general is amazing. But the Ryzen 5 was great. The Ryzen 7 was amazing. And the Ryzen 9 is, oh my Lord. Yeah. Like, oh wow. You can't even get any better than this. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I really want to try it. I want to jump in, but I'm in the same boat. I know it, it's going to mean new motherboard, new processor, new, you know, uh, new memory, all of that. But yet, maybe I'm new wondering, power supply. Yeah, you know? is it going to be faster? Am I oh going to really feel? Oh my gosh! It? Oh yes, you are. Yeah. I mean, I felt the jump from going from my i seven sixty seven seventy k to the i seven eighty seven seventy k. Yeah. And I'm overclocking it, to be honest, at the same... Actually, I'm overclocking this one less than what I was with the 6770. The 6770, I have it overclocked to 5 gigs, 5 gigahertz. Wow. It was amazing, but it was extremely hot all the time. Yeah. Uh, the 8770, I've got it overclocked. It was, I think, this one was a 4.3 base clock. I'm overclocking it at 4.8. And I Man. still, I still feel it. I mean, it, it's great. I mean, I press the power button, and I get to the desktop in about fifteen seconds, you know, which which is slower than my sixty seven seventy because my sixty seven seventy, I'd press the power button, I'd be at the desktop in like five seconds, right? Yeah, it's funny how that changes. And you, if you go back just three years and think about your boot up time from that, and plus, you know, we're using you're using the newer technology, you're using an SSD. Yep. But even think when we were on spinny drives, how you went from that and went to the SSD the first time you booted with an SSD. It was amazing. Yeah. Now, I, I, I do have a question, though, and I don't know if you know this well, one. So if I was to go to AMD and yep. change, you know, get a Ryzen and yep. go that way, do they have slots for M2? Do those well, motherboards that, support M2? That's a... Uh, See, I don't know. I, that's a good question, but I want to say yes because that is not a technology they control. Yeah, um, I think that's a standard. I, I'm, I believe M2 is is globally uh, introduced, but I I wanted to touch upon something just real quick because there are people out there that are listening right now that are probably like, well, I don't understand why yeah. would Justin go from a five gigahertz overclock to a four point eight gigahertz clock overclock, but and, and you're up you're quote unquote upgrading your chip, well because the reason is, and I'll give this an analogy, right? It's it's about the cores of the chip. It's not the the speed of the chip. It's about the cores. And you've how much got, computation it can do. Yeah, so you've got a six-core processor versus an eight-core processor versus a 12-core a processor. The best analogy I can think of is, uh, or off the top of my head at least, I'm, I'm sure I could think about something better later on, but <laughs> if you got one guy with a sledgehammer tearing down a wall, a, right. a, a cement brick wall, all right, that's that's a one core processor. Got it. He could be as fast as he could go. You know, let's say let's say he's running at if we could arbitrarily say he's running at 5 gigahertz per second. All right. Right? You still got one guy doing it. You got one guy doing it. Now you introduce more cores. Yeah. So and now the, you got now you got a 6 core. You well you remember when we went from, you know, single core to dual core. Yeah, yeah, dual it was, core. It was an, and then you had quad core. Quad core. And yep. now it's now it's, it's it's usually six or eight up to going up to 12. So again, you're going from one guy with a sledgehammer running at, let's say, arbitrarily five gigahertz per second, knocking down that wall. Right? Right. 
because that's five gigahertz per second. That that's very what, fast. That, that's what it sounds like, to be honest. <laughs> I've, I've actually heard it. Um, but then you go to six guys with jackhammers at five gigahertz per second. Right? Right. Then you go to an eight core or a 12 core. Now you got 12 guys jackhammering at the same wall at five gigahertz. That is the difference in between these processors. It's not the speed. People keep thinking, what the heck? There was a 4.2 gigahertz processor six years ago. Why would I want to buy another brand new 2021 4.2 gigahertz processor? Check how many cores it has. Exactly. And not only that, um, let's go with that analogy again. These guys are knocking down that wall. What are they doing with all of those bricks that they're knocking down? They're putting them to a wheelbarrow behind them. That wheelbarrow is the cache. Right, of yeah. the processor. That's, that's important because a lot of people don't understand how cash is going to change that whole whole game. And so you think about the cash in terms of these guys, All let's say all 12 of these guys are hammering down this wall. They're creating bricks left and right. They're putting them into this tiny little wheelbarrow behind them. And that wheelbarrow has to keep going and dumping it, keep going and dumping it, keep going and dumping it. That slows them down. Mm -hmm. because they are producing more bricks than the, than the wheelbarrow can hold. Now you introduce a higher level of cash, let's say 512 megs of cash. Now you've got 512 wheelbarrows. Right. And it's just a constant stream. So it's very, it's very streamlined. And that's my analogy in terms of upgrading your processor. You also have to look at the motherboard. What manufacturer are you getting it from? Yep. What type of connections are a part of that? Um, what are your options? You know, we, you know, we think of those and so I've seen people go out and go, oh, wow, I could buy this, for example, a laptop. I can buy this laptop and it's only $300. It has two USB ports. One, which is USB 3.1. The other one is USB 2.0. You're going to see a speed difference between those that support the USB 3.1. Sure. You buy, but then you might look at a laptop that is $700, $800, but that one will have maybe four USB ports. That is going to make a difference on how you're going to use your system and yeah. what's plugging into it. HDMI out, um, having that capability. So many different features come. So you really have to, sometimes you're going to spend more, but look at what you're getting in the long run. Nobody wants to be saddled with a slow computer. Honestly, if you're going to buy a computer or you're going to build a computer, you know, I, I get it. There are there are a lot of people out there that that just don't have the budget to get the best. Right. All I can say is get the best that you possibly can afford because you're going to future proof yourself for a little bit longer than everybody else. Now, this doesn't follow Moore's law, really. I mean, the idea of, you know, the. No, I disagree. I think well, it does. Because you're not going to replace your computer every two years. No, but the, the, but the technology grade. is well, okay, okay, no, I get it. I think it. we've superseded that now. I think we have superseded that. Yeah, the technology necessarily isn't doubling in capacity or doubling in performance every two years, but we are seeing things get smaller and faster every single year. Yeah. And so, yes, I think we're kind of slowing down. We're on the downward curve of Moore's Law. I think we have hit that threshold, but things do still improve. I consider myself lucky to have a computer that will last me five years. Right. Every five years or so, I would probably consider upgrading. Unless I hit the jackpot or unless I become a Bitcoin millionaire, then, yeah, I'm going to be upgrading every week. Well, the way it's going, you never know. It's, yeah. it's been 
climb it back up again. So I, I built my system in 2016, so five years now. And I just ran, for example, I ran the test on my my big, this is my big system. It's got 32 gigabytes of RAM. It's got a great video card. It's got, you know, Intel, uh, I want to say it's ninth generation in it. Okay. And I mean, it's it can handle pretty much everything I throw at it. Video yep. editing, photo editing, uh, audio what editing. What did you say you have for a graphics card? Um, it is, it's a Radeon. It, but oh, okay. I, I don't I remember the actual, but it's good. Good. And I remember yeah. I, I paid a pretty penny for it five years ago. Okay. Yeah. I just ran. Now, if you, if, if you're wondering if your computer will run windows 11. All right. So you go on to windows update under your search bar you do. And now they are telling you whether your system will be able to run windows 11. I ran it on all three computers. We've got two here in the studio. Got one in my office. That's the powerhouse one. Mm -hmm. Those three computers cannot run windows 11 <laughs> i was like Are because you the tpm me? chip right uh, it it's got to be that but my two laptops that i have here i've got a dell which is a basic business book laptop that uh was provided by another company i work for that one i just did a test it will run windows 11 my oh, uh man. my um lenovo uh the one that i really love that i got a great deal for i spent 600 it's worth about nine that will run Windows 11. Oh, come on. The laptops will, but not my desktops. So, you know, I'm at that point where it's like, okay, do I want to race to to increase just to have 11? Do I really want Windows 11? And that's, you know, a lot of people made that decision this week. Some upgraded, some not so happy. Uh, Monday, they released it a day ahead of time. So it was supposed to be out on Tuesday. They went ahead and put it out and making it available for people. But if you want to see if it'll run, just go to Windows Update in your search bar it's down to the bottom of your taskbar if you're running Windows 10, and you'll be able to find that there. But uh, check that and check that again. And they may be pushing out the the updates geographically, or you know, just pushing Could them out be. to certain yeah. certain users. So uh, anyway, we got to take a break. Coming up, I've got something that Eric would love to get his hands on. Oh my gosh, yes. And we don't have it in house yet because they just started taking pre orders this past uh, Monday. It, uh, it is, remember Talking Tom, it was a little video character you could play on your phone. It was kind of cool. Well, Talking Tom has evolved into games, and now they have an actual Talking Tom, an animated character, but he's real. He sits on your desktop, and his eyes are animated. His, his, he'll move, he'll, he'll make sounds, his ears will move, and they're selling for like 99 bucks. Oh, wow. And I got the CEO standing by. Uh, we're going to find out all about it, so that's coming up. And then we're going to be talking to Mark Salzman. Mark Salzman has all the latest gear you might want to be thinking about for the holidays. And then we'll be back to wrap up the show here at Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Justin Lemmy. Find us on the web at techtalkradio.com. And on Twitter, at Tech Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Now, back to Tech Talk Radio. And we're back with Tech Talk Radio. When we get ready for the holidays, there's so many cool things to look at. And every year, we kind of wait for that one special thing. But honestly, this one is above and beyond what we could have expected. And we have with us, standing by, and a demonstration for you, for those that want to jump on and check out the video, the co-CEO, Kevin Maurer of Huge Play. Thank you, Kevin, for coming on the show. Well, uh, my pleasure, Andy, and uh, so nice to be on the show. Talking Tom has been around for a while, and you have found a way to kind of combine Talking Tom itself and, and the technology that's out there 
to really make this an interactive experience. Tell us a little bit about how this how this all came to be. Well, uh, you have to go back a little over a year and uh, myself and several other executives out of the world of uh, toys and entertainment got together and said, uh, look, there's gotta be a, a much crazier, more, uh, more direct to fan way to do all of this, right? Uh, I mean, I myself, uh, and frankly, everybody else in the company, we are fans, right? We're into comic books, we're into games, we're into movies, we're into toys, we're into play. And there's just this stuff that we have always wanted to do and always wanted to make for fans. So we got together, we created a huge play, which is direct to fan. We actually don't uh, sell at any retail. Uh, and, and basically chased everybody else out of the room. <laughs> and uh, what we do is uh, put put 100% of the, the funds that would normally go out to everybody else into making something amazing. And that's what this product is. It's the first our company is putting out, but we set the bar way up here mm -hmm. um, to do something that was technologically extraordinary. Uh, this little fella has uh, artificial intelligence in his head. He holds an incredible amount of programming and he connects directly to your mobile gaming, your talking Tom games. And while you play, he knows exactly what's happening and real time he acts as a streamer. That is amazing. <laughs> and by the way, he has his own attitude and he says, he constantly says stuff and, uh, you know, so, so he's a ton of fun. Now, uh, this is geared at what age group would you say? Well, this is really um, uh, for uh, all family. Um, I wouldn't call this a kid's product. Frankly, we call it a piece of living game gear. Yeah. Um, so, so really, it's, uh, it's for that, that eight, seven, eight to 14, and 14 and up as well. So, uh, and, and when you play with him, you'll notice that uh, the content that's in him, although it's very appropriate and super funny, um, it's not dialed down. It's really meant to be serious gaming fun. Now, can uh, more skills be added? And how many hours of content does, does he really have that he could go through? Well, if you take a half hour show and you compress the content, it comes down to about five minutes. Mm -hmm. We have five hours of compressed content in this little <laughs> and he has voice recognition <laughs> oh that's great so he's responding to stuff that you're saying he can kind of understand and that's where the ai comes in yes the ai does three things one is while you're playing the game because he knows everything that's happening in the game live he's actually uh uh commenting on your game even giving you game hints Watch out for that. Oh, turn left. Oh, be very careful with that. Oh, you do know that those guys have this, that, and the other thing. Um, and he keeps track of your score. He mm -hmm. knows how much of the coins you picked up. And frankly, even when you turn the game off, he goes into the second mode, which is called free play mode. And he starts listening to what you're saying and, and asks you questions. And you drive the conversation around, it, around these crazy subjects because he stays in character. He's talking Tom. And the third mode is, uh, there's this mode that is called command mode. Right. And in the app, you can, there's literally hundreds of acting routines and phrases, and you can call them up and puppet him and make your own video content, you know, interrupt Zoom calls, you know, harass the cat, whatever you want to do. <laughs> He's in your control in that third mode. Now, the eyes are amazing because they're very expressive. 
How is that done? Is that an uh, like a screen of some kind? Absolutely. Um, frankly, we have a number of patents all throughout his wonderful head. Uh, <laughs> and some of them are for these eyes. There's uh, these extraordinary lenses that are in front of two very high quality LCDs. And, uh, you know, we live in the age of animation. So his eyes don't just move. Uh, they're full on animation and, and all kinds of interesting things pop up there, depending on what he's talking about. I got to ask you, <laughs> what was the moment like when you go through your first prototype and you get it set up and it starts really working and you see these expressions and that had to be exhilarating for you as a, as a creator. Best ever. <laughs> I love this. Well, well he's, <laughs> why do you even have me on the internet? Yeah. Just, just talk to him. I can right? just interview him. Yeah. <laughs> The, the uh, um, uh, it was an incredible moment. I, I, you know, I have to give credit where credit is due. The team, the executive team brainstormed this item, um, you know, a little over a year ago, you know, in the middle of COVID, well, basically we created and produced this, uh, brought it to market. The executive team has only been in person four times. Wow. Um, but it was incredible when it actually started doing what it was supposed to do. And to be honest, um, again, because we're, we're, we're different, we're not the same as other companies. Once we saw what it could do initially, frankly, we dove in even further and we started adding more functionality rather than trying to pull things out. So, oh, you know, we, we want to make this massively profitable, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, well, yes, we have to be profitable, but um, because we're fans, we really do focus on making this a crazy experience for uh, the fans that we would love to have this. Well, would Talking Tom only interact with games that you're playing that are basically the Talking Tom games? Uh, is it special games that are developed just for this experience? Uh, super, super good question. For the Talking to Game Bud Talking Tom. Game Bud's a brand, Talking mm -hmm. Tom is the license. Um, it starts out with two of uh, the Outfit 7 uh, games. And I don't know if you know this or not, but um, the Outfit 7 games have had literally billions and billions of downloads. It's crazy. Yeah, I've got it um, on my smartphone. <laughs> awesome. Hundreds of millions of weekly users. There's this massive uh, fan base out there. Um, but because of who he is and this little incredible AI that's in his head, um, we're going to be able to update additional games uh, nice. over the course of next year. Uh, so he's starting with two where he's probably going to have three or four by the end of next year. And you actually upload additional content into him that is DLC, just like in a video game. Right, right. Very cool. So, so if you want like birthday content or you want ridiculous, uh, if you want to, to make your own song to like taunt people when you win. Uh, there's even DLC for interactively creating, you know, your own unique song with them. It's crazy. How was it putting the group together? I mean, Game Bud, uh, you know, you've got your company, you've got uh, Outfit 7. Everybody was on board right, right away? Uh, absolutely. Um, we actually met them through some very good friends of ours who are working with them. Uh, on a new TV show and their licensing, Epic Story Media. Right. They introduced us. Um, honestly, it was an incredible kind of love fest. 
day one. They're amazing people. They really are. They're yeah. extraordinarily passionate about what they do and just a, a dream to work with. And I think early on, they got the vision that we had for just how um, incredibly high function we could make this. And they've been working with us virtually every single step of the way to achieve that. Now, uh, as far as charging, uh, as far as the power operations for it, everything needs power. Um, I don't know if you feed it. <laughs> how is it How is it powered and, and how long can you get uh, a, a charge out of that? Well, he has a, a small USB port on the back. Every now and then he'll he'll talk to you about it and, and really? get a little slightly embarrassing. <laughs> uh, but you plug in the USB, he'll let you know when he needs to be charged and you plug in the USB uh, uh, line and it can be off your computer or off a charger block. Uh, it doesn't take too terribly long to charge him up. I want to say half hour, 40 minutes. Uh, and depending on how, uh, what you're doing with him, like gameplay, uh, you, you can get two to three hours of nonstop gameplay. And there's very few people who play, you know, uh, uh, mobile games for two to three hours. Yeah. 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 So, and I, you know, it's funny because over the years of, I, I'm, you know, I'm a parent, so I've seen it, you know, talking Elmo, we've seen some of the other things that have come out and they were big when they came out. You know, and uh, I, I forget those babies that were out there. They were kind of scary looking, but those were big. This really, <laughs> this really is just the tip of the iceberg, I think, of what you're going to be able to do. Now, parents don't have to be worried that it's not, Talking Tom's not going to suddenly walk around the house. I mean, he's, he's you put him up and, and there it is. It's a fun experience for the kids. And I think the parents going to have some fun with this too. I'm totally loving this. Fantastic. And, um, you know, it's one thing I think is important to say is, uh, is although he does have a microphone, there's no camera. Mm -hmm. We don't mm -hmm. save any data. It doesn't get pushed to any server. And you can't hack what you don't have. Right. Um, it's all literally real time uh, in this. This, this is, again, part of putting in an extraordinary, uh, powerful chip in his head. It's all actually processed real time in his head. So, oh, so yeah. it makes, frankly... I uh, know it does. That's. I think he touched his ear. <laughs> I mean, a, a lot of people just uh, that we've been having test this out literally just leave him on because he's he's a smart aleck and he says stuff and he's he's a blast. It's like hanging out with somebody for be, sure. So be a good security device too. You know, somebody breaks in, they see it, they run. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, or you find them playing with him like, uh-oh, they're home. <laughs> exactly. Um, now, how much is this going to be going for retail? And, uh, you know, you said our, you know, our listeners are going to be able to order this. They're not going to be able to go into a retail store and do it. And this way, you're able to keep the cost down a little that way, aren't you? Actually, a lot. It would be about twice what I'm going to tell you if it was at retail, because there's everybody else's margins in between you know, the manufacturer and getting mm -hmm. into retail, but because we're direct to fan, uh, again, we just cut the price. So for this remarkable little guy, he is uh, $99. That's it. That's, that's, pre it. that's pretty darn good. I will tell you this. I've spent a lot of money on stuff, you know, for my kids growing up. This would be like, oh yeah, we're getting this. This would be cool. Uh, awesome. You know, and we're not only doing um, $99 for the price, but I'm sure you and most people out there have read about or seen the, the incredible mess that's happening with shipping anything, mm -hmm. right? And most toys are not going to make it on shelf this year. You're going to, if you're going to buy them, 
you know, it's going to be January when you and the family get some. Yeah. Um, but actually, we've made the commitment. We are uh, uh, air shipping, um, talking Tom, especially the first 10,000. And I'll tell you about those uh, directly uh, to the consumer. So uh, in the, especially that first 10,000, um, which is an unusual grouping, much more certain that you receive it before Christmas. Oh, perfect. Now, so when is the start date? When is the date that you plan to start taking orders? And you're, you're doing pre-orders now, aren't you? We, uh, uh, we actually, this is a perfect time to be talking because tomorrow is the day that it all, the, all the pre-order goes live. Right. And we, we recorded this for our listeners that are uh, listening on the radio. We recorded this earlier this week on Monday. So now it's, you could do the pre-orders. You could actually pick it up. Pick him. I see. I feel bad saying it. I want to say pick him up because I feel like it's it's a, it's real. That's that's what we wanted to achieve with this little guy. And by the way, in the first uh, ten thousand of them, not only do you get uh, a, a, a literally a certificate of numbered nice. authenticity, wow. only the first ten thousand are going to have them. Uh, you know, we saw this happen with the early Furbies that the people who got the early ones, yep. it became crazy valuable. But then he also gets uh, a, a superhero mask uh, <laughs> that uh, uh, you can put on him. So he looks like uh, in Hero Dash, Talking Tom Hero Dash game. Oh, that uh, is and that's, so cool. that's only the first 10,000, but uh, we think that's pretty cool. Now, Will, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was Talking Tom. Now, Will this be available? And just a, just a question, because this is something that's going to be a global phenomenon. Will it be available in other languages? It will. Um, but that will be next year yeah. when we start taking it out to other territories. Um, and, and it will be in other languages as well, where frankly, we're already in those conversations. Yeah. Uh, and there's a tremendous amount of interest to do that. So for sure. Oh, I'm just absolutely loving the concept. Uh, if our listeners want to get more information, Kevin, where do they need to go to? Uh, just go to gamebud.com. Gamebud.com. They can check him out there. And again, thank you so much for coming on and showing. This is just an amazing, amazing device. Great ingenuity. So, uh, you know, kudos to all of you there uh, that have put this together. Thank you, Andy, so much for, uh, having me on the show and uh, Tom thanks you as well so very cool uh we're gonna take a break we'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio and now back to Tech Talk Radio we have had uh Mark Salzman on the show a couple of times we call him a friend of the show now uh because he has been on more than once and it's always great to talk with Mark Mark is a uh, I call him a technologist uh a uh, you see him all the time on uh, CNN and many outlets talking about the latest in technology. And Mark has got some really cool toys to show us, some really cool gadgets uh, that can be helpful and a lot of fun. Mark, it's great to see you again. Yeah, likewise, Andy. Thanks for having me. And you're right. The the tech I'm going to be chatting about today is great for kids and parents. Uh, that's not always the same uh, devices there, right? Sometimes the kids like it, but moms and dads roll their eyes uh, or uh, the other way around. So um, why don't we start off with a couple of music-related items? The first is called Tony Box. This is a smart speaker for kids, if you will. It comes in different colors. You place these characters on top 
pop called Tonys, which are usually figures that are, you know, well known to the kids like Disney franchise uh, characters like, you know, Elsa or Woody or Little Mermaid. And it unlocks music and stories from that property. So from that TV show or from that movie. So it's very magical for the kids. It's screen free, which the parents love. But you just place those little Disney figures on top, those Tonys, and then you'll hear familiar songs like Life is a Highway, for example, or the Frozen songs. Um, and then parents and grandparents can also record their own stories for the kids through the My Tonys app. And the kids can hear that through their, their very own smart speaker as well. So it's $129 for the Tony Box starter set with uh, Target. And again, you can choose the Disney franchise that uh, your kids are most into. And it's just a smart, uh, you know, smart way yeah. to give the kids something of their own. Yeah. And then speaking of music, um, giving the gift of music lessons is awesome. And By Juice Future School has added music to their coding and math online lessons. So it's called Perform with Music. It's a new online program that offers one-on-one -on -one video lessons with a music instructor to teach kids guitar or piano. And it is designed for kids ages six through 18. It's a performance-based curriculum that helps students master an instrument and build confidence with three different course levels. And I love that there's also a social element that kids have to perform, even if it's just for their family, uh, they have to perform with the instructor online. Uh, so it does build some performance skills too. Now, yeah. no instrument is needed for the free trial class. And then after that, the one hour private classes start at only $24. So very affordable. And in the era of COVID, you know, you're not letting yep. an instructor in your home or you're not letting your child into somebody else's home. So it's 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 really timely as well. The website is byjuicefutureschool.com slash music. That's B-Y-J-U-S mm -hmm. music school, excuse me, futureschool.com slash music. Um, I love, again, so I'm a big, I'm a former musician turned geek, ah. <laughs> but I do love when tech meets uh, tech meets the arts like yeah. we just saw. And and the next product that I want to chat about is very similar because it's called Artie Max, the coding robot by Educational Insights. And what Artie Max can do is not only teach kids coding, those kids are ages eight and up, but there's five different languages to, to, to teach, but it draws your code into colorful works of art on a piece of paper. Amazing. So they're visually seeing, yeah, the results of their work. It's really magical. So you place Artie Max on top of a piece of paper. There's some markers that you get with Artie Max. You place markers inside of Artie, and then it draws your code. So really putting the A in STEAM, right? Yeah. Uh, science, technology engineering, arts, and math. Uh, while building critical skills and encouraging artistic expression, Artie Max is 109 at Amazon. Uh, so a great uh, gift there. Again, this fusion of tech and art. Love that. Next up, uh, Andy, I think you'd really like this a lot. This is one of my favorite gadgets of 2021. It's called the SanDisk iExpand Wireless Charger Sync. Now get nice. this, you place your smartphone on top of it, any Qi enabled iPhone or Android phone, and not only will it charge it up wirelessly and quickly, but it'll back up your photos and videos for you into the charger itself. So Very cool. just in case something happens to your smartphone, you misplace it, it's lost or stolen or damaged, all your precious memories are captured in full resolution inside that base. And then you can retrieve it after that. So it's really smart. $79 to start for 64 gigs for the SanDisk iExpand wireless charger sync. 
And then speaking of memory for those creative types out there, there's new internal memory from WD Blue, right. uh, this new NVMe as it's called for uh, really fast speeds if you're a videographer, a YouTuber, what have you. And then finally, something to stay on your game this holiday season and beyond is a personal finance app that's racking up all kinds of awards because it's super easy to use and powerful as well. It's called Simplify by Quicken. And it is a, a, a personal finance app that helps you stay on your game. So you can securely connect your accounts to it first, your bank accounts, credit cards, and all that. So you can see what's coming in and out in real time. You can set budgets, uh, goals, get notifications if you're about to reach your budget budget, for example, for the week, you can uh, do something like in, in April, say, I want to buy an $800 TV for my family this, this Christmas. Right. It will automatically segregate the funds for you every month. So you don't spend it super smart. You can see your information uh, in colorful graphs and charts and really helping you stay on your game. You don't have to have any sort of, you know, experience really simple to use uh, after the free 30 day trial. It's only, it's as low as two ninety nine a month for mm. simplify. So a, sh a few ideas today, Andy, that are, some are great for kids. Some are for moms and dads, most are for both, uh, which is pretty <laughs> rare, but uh, always great to chat with you about some ideas. Same here, some great stuff. And we're going to see this stuff available through the holiday season as well. Yeah. So it's available now uh, because there is a bit of a shortage, uh, as you might have heard mm -hmm. about, um, supply chain challenges this year, in part due to COVID, but for some other reasons as well. I just wouldn't uh, wait. You know, I'm a yeah. procrastinator. <laughs> I would shop earlier than later just to ensure, you know, that uh, you'll get these uh, products in time for the gift giving season. It's only early October, but uh, yeah, definitely check these out. Mark, all great products. Always great to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on Tech Talk Radio. Thanks for having me. Cheers. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio. Welcome back to Tech Talk Radio. So, Andy, what did you do on Monday this last week? <laughs> Monday, I was pining for my Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, if, I'm sure a lot of people are aware, but yeah, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, all of it went down for the worst outage that Facebook has had since 2009. And it wasn't like it went down for a half an hour. No, it was down for a good. It was down part for like eight, eight or ten hours, really, yeah. before it really came back. I mean, some people were saying that you know they didn't have a problem. And here's the funny thing about it, though, is like if you try to access Facebook on the web, like a web browser, you couldn't do it. The actual domain itself was up for sale, so somebody had put a, so a DNS. Issue. It was basically it was, a DNS issue. Yeah, and so people are like, already you got the conspiracy theorists out there saying, no, it's not a DNS issue because it was somebody hacked them and they deleted a bunch of code. No, actually, it, was a, it wasn't It was just a DNS issue. It was a BGP issue, and BGP is the protocol that runs the internet. It tells, it tells routers how to reach each other. Right. And somebody at Facebook put an update into the BGP table that ended up propagating across the entire internet deleting the path to Facebook across the entire world. It's like taking, if you have your bridges to Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, it's like knocking out all those bridges. Yeah, so exactly. it's there, but you can't get to it. You can't get to it. And then, and also it, it, it messed with the, uh, the DNS records and, and to the point where the DNS record went vacant and a site put it up for sale. Now, thankfully <laughs> it was still owned by Facebook. It was an error. I am sure there are many, many people out there that tried to buy facebook.com. Uh, uh, when it went up for sale momentarily, but um, yeah, this was a bad outage. Yeah, but then you got people like, what are you gonna do when you can't access? I guess certain people's favorite, you know, social media. Well, what do you do? Some people, and I've heard people talk about this is 
the way we stay connected. This is the way we, you know, we reach out our, to our, our relatives. For those of us that use it just, you know, with friends and stuff, yeah, I can understand. It. Hey, come on. It, it'll be fixed. But for those that want to reach out to their, their relatives and that's the way they stay in touch, I can understand the turmoil yeah. it created for people. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I get it. And that's, that's kind of the, the angle that, that Zuck has taken on this whole stance. You know, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO, founder of Facebook, he's like, well, we know that you want to stay in touch with your, the people that you care about most. And there are so many people out there trolling Facebook. Like, actually, Facebook is the people that I don't want to keep in touch with. <laughs> or, or people that are even saying on Twitter, they're like mentioning, y'all, Facebook is down. Can we just go ahead and keep it down for good? I, I think that's better for society. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> well, the, the 60 minutes interview left from last week, if you haven't heard about it, we, we can't, we're not going to get into it, but it was pretty damning. Uh, well, not only that, but now you got the lady on uh, Capitol Hill, the former Facebook product manager mm -hmm. who's testifying against Facebook saying that they know what they're doing. And, and, and a lot of this was covered in that Netflix uh, uh, documentary by or whatever, the, the social dilemma. Yeah. Right. The, 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 the Ted talk, if you will, about what. Facebook is really doing to society and so what she's she's kind of bringing to light like yeah pretty much everything that guy was saying is true yeah. that Facebook is more concerned about profits over privacy or profits over safety and so earlier this week Zuck released a massive email it's like 16 paragraphs long that he says he released to all of his employees about the current situation the funny thing was he dedicated an entire one paragraph to the outage. Right. And 15 paragraphs debunking and trying to put damage control upon the issue that they're having with the 60 Minutes interview and now this congressional hearing. Like, you can definitely see where his anxiety lies. It's not about bringing down Facebook for eight hours. No. It's about, oh my gosh, are we going to get shut down or regulated because people think we're... You know, that, that's where his issues lie, and rightfully so, because I agree with a lot of the stuff that's being said about Facebook, that they're, I like, not, they're not in it to keep people attached. They're, they're in it to make money. Oh, yeah. It's an advertising platform. Yeah. Just like radio, like this radio is, is well, a Well, sure, is but a in, a different, in a different is. way. Yeah. Even streaming media now is, is an advertising platform. You don't see platform. radio stations stuffing their content down your throat, whether you like it or not, you, you kind of do with Facebook. A lot of people were jumping onto Twitter going, is Facebook down? Which happens every time you have something that goes down, whether it be Snapchat or, you know, WhatsApp or whatever you go or Google. Yeah. Or whatever. Is it down? You know, there's an easy way to find out. There's a website. We'll give it to you. This will be our like, website of the week. We've mentioned it before, but in case you missed it, it's a down detector is one of them. And yeah. it's pretty good. You get on there. If you're having problems, downdetector.com. Yep. If you're having problems or, with cable uh, service, be honest. The easiest way to do it is if you still have internet access, just go to Google and type in is blank down. Right. Like is Facebook down? And the first couple links are going to be down detector and a couple other major platforms. You can easily check those sites. You just click on that link. It's going to take you right to the page. It's going to show you how many people in the past hour or so or 24 hours have reported problems. And if you see that graph spike at the very end of it, you're like, okay, yep, there's there's definitely a problem because people are reporting it. 
There's the issues. Yep. All right. Well, a busy week this week. We'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio next week. Hopefully, Sean will be able to be in with us Broadway as well. And we're hoping for the return of Amanda, uh, oh, at yeah. least at some point. She's been super busy with school yep. stuff. Yep. So she's still out there. She says she wants to come back. The last thing she did was get a code to play a game. And then we never heard from her again. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's not cool. Amanda. Uh, Amanda, we need a review. Yep. Uh, all right. We'll be back next week with more. Uh, visit us on the web at techtalkradio.com. And on Facebook, facebook.com <laughs> forward slash techtalkers. Have yourselves a great week. You enjoyed that, didn't you? Yes, I did.